both our sin and our sickness were borne by Jesus on the cross. We've seen that in previous sessions from Isaiah 53. And I'd like to summarise some of the other key truths that we have examined with a lot of references over the previous sessions. There's no room for doubt that it is God's will to heal and healing is provided for all. Knowing God's will concerning sickness provides the ground on which faith can rest because faith begins where the will of God is known. Jesus removed all doubt on the subject by saying, I am willing, be cleansed to the leper. Jesus in the flesh was the physical expression of the will of God the Father. So when Christ healed all those who came to him, he was revealing and doing his Father's will. And the Father's will has not changed. The Bible clearly reveals the will of God in regard to healing, so no special revelation is needed. It is clear that it's still the will of God to heal all who have need of healing and will come to him. So if God will heal anyone, he will heal me, he will heal you. God has revealed one of his names as Yahweh Rofika, which means I am the Lord who heals you. So it's part of his very nature to heal. He is healing. Healing is part of the gospel that is for all and to be preached to all. Faith takes a hold of what the grace of God has already provided. And we saw how faith blows the ram's horn before, not after the walls come down. That's what happened with Jericho, isn't it? Because faith looks not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are unseen. Faith is what we have before we see, before we feel, before we experience healing. So faith is both rational and safe because it's based on the very best possible evidence, which is God's word. And it's like a title deed. We have to move in and possess what the deed says is ours. God has made his move. Healing has been provided. Our move now is to believe his word. Then we can begin to see his word fulfilled in our mortal bodies. The truth, when it is believed, changes adverse facts because God's word has spiritual power. So we don't have to pretend physical symptoms don't exist. But we need to know that they will be changed by the higher truth of God's word when it is believed. 
we have to take hold of our healing by faith and firmly shut the door on unbelief. We can speak to our mountain, speak to our sickness and command it to go in Jesus' name rather than simply asking God to take it away. We need to cooperate with the Holy Spirit in the process of renewing our minds by combating negative influences and negative thoughts. We can choose to doubt the doubts and believe the truth. Come against doubts with the word of God. Believe God's word. Trust God's word. Know the creative power of his word. And then you can and you will act on his word. If God says, I am the Lord that heals you, and you dare to believe the power of these wonderful words, you will act on them. The things that we say are important and we need to make a positive confession of what God says. If I owned an orchard, which I don't, but if I did, I could give you a basket of fruit and you could eat the fruit until it was all gone. Or what I could do is give you the keys to the orchard and say, any time you want, just go and pick what you'd like and what you need. I believe in the past sessions I've placed into your hands the keys to that orchard. I want to emphasise that healing is normally received through faith and a relationship with Christ the healer. It's not by a formula, it's not by a method, but there are principles and laws that we've looked at in the word and these do guide us. So now that you realise where sickness comes from, the devil, that it's not the will of your loving Heavenly Father that you're sick, it's time to approach him in humility and in faith. Jesus said, These signs shall follow those who believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That's Mark 16, 17 to 18. And John 16, 24 says, Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. Matthew 7 verse 8 says, For everyone that asks, receives. That's a good promise, isn't it? Everyone that asks, receives. The reason you can call on the Lord right now, I said right now, and be healed of your physical infirmities and diseases, is that Jesus Christ himself suffered all of them for you. He did it willingly as your substitute so that you could be healed. He took upon himself all the physical consequences of your sinful nature so that he could come into your life as your physical healer and your spiritual saviour. 
I like to read again for emphasis that key passage from Isaiah 53 verses 4 to 6. Yet he was the one who carried our sicknesses and endured the torment of our sufferings. We viewed him as one who was being punished for something he himself had done, as one who was struck down by God and brought low. But it was because of our rebellious deeds that he was pierced, and because of our sins that he was crushed. He endured the punishment that made us completely whole, and in his wounding we found our healing. Like wayward sheep, we have all wandered astray. Each of us have turned from God's paths and chosen our own way. Even so, Yahweh laid the guilt of our every sin upon him. So we can say, Father, I thank you that Jesus has borne my sickness and my infirmity and I've been redeemed from them and that by his stripes I am healed. Why don't you say that after me? Father I thank you that Jesus has borne my sickness and all my infirmity and I have been redeemed from them And that by his stripes, I am healed. And you can pray on these lines. It doesn't have to be these exact words, but this suggestion. And I'll repeat them so that you can repeat them after me if you'd like to. Father, I come according to your word, knowing that you always make good your word and fulfill your promises. And you say, I am the Lord that heals you. Father, I come according to your word, knowing that you always make good your word and fulfill your promises. And you say, I am the Lord that heals you. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command this sickness, which is a spirit of infirmity, to leave and every symptom to be destroyed. I'll repeat that so you can follow it. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command this sickness, which is a spirit of infirmity, to leave and every symptom to be destroyed. Hallelujah. If I were physically present with you right now, I'd invoke that scripture that says they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover 
and I'd invite you to come and I'd lay hands on you in the name of Jesus and you would recover if you haven't already received that healing. But there are other scriptures. In Psalm 107 verse 20 it says, He sent forth his word and healed them. And very often Jesus didn't lay hands on people. He didn't touch people. He just spoke the word and they were healed. And I believe that right now, God will send out his word and heal people. And he will use my mouth to speak my words that are actually his words over your life. So I want you to just be aware that right now, the life giver, that's Jesus himself by his Holy Spirit, is right with you in the room. He's not limited by walls. He's not limited by distance. He's not limited by any restrictions whatsoever. He is the life giver. He is the healer and he's right with you now. So in the name of Jesus Christ, I speak healing. I speak life. I speak specifically to cancers and say be withered up and destroyed in the name of Jesus Christ. Healing come. Restoration come. Wholeness come. In Jesus name. I speak to joints. Knees. Hips. Elbows. Shoulders. Where there's pain. Where there's sickness. Where there's deterioration, I speak healing in the name of Jesus. I speak wholeness. I speak renewing. I speak the complete work of the cross in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If I haven't spoken out specifically what you need, God knows. God knows. There's hundreds of different ailments, hundreds of different sicknesses. Some God has highlighted to me right now, but everyone is subject to the promise of the word that Jesus bore our sickness our disease our infirmity on the cross therefore I don't have to bear them you don't have to bear them what he's born what he's taken away you no longer have to be subject to thank you Lord Thank you for that healing. Just begin to thank him now. 
Thank him now. Thank him now. Just encourage you to declare this. Jesus bore my sins, my diseases and my infirmities and now I am free from them. By his stripes I am healed and I am free. I just repeat that so you can repeat it after me if you like to. Jesus bore my sins and my diseases and my infirmities. Now I am free from them. Hallelujah. By his stripes I am healed and I am free. You can say this too. Satan has lost all dominion over me. No sin can condemn me. No sickness has a right to live in my mortal body. My body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Jesus, I will walk in the new life and health that you've given me. You are my life. You are my everything. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you're with me right now. Thank you that you're in me right now. Isn't God good? Isn't God good? Yes, he is. <laughs> Hebrews 10 verse 23 says, Hold fast the profession of your faith without wavering for he who promised is faithful yes he is so allow the devil to hear nothing from your lips other than the confession of God's word do not entertain thoughts that are contrary to what God has promised you in his word the promises of God become real and living just as we speak them out your words are a measure of your faith. They will express what you really believe. So if symptoms do not disappear immediately, anything other than you shall recover, as Mark 16, 18 says, is a lie from the devil. Treat it as such and continue to affirm what God says and God will make it good for you. Always, always keep the word of God before your eyes and continually speak out what God says. Finally, I'd like to speak a blessing over you. It's from Romans chapter 15 and verse 13 from the Passion Translation. Now may God the inspiration and fountain of hope fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust in him. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life with his superabundance until you radiate with hope. Hallelujah. <laughs>